This message you are about to listen to was recorded live at the retained Christian Church of God, Fountain of Life Parish, December Farms Road, at Cable Stop, Agbara Dusada Road, Ogun State. Be blessed as you listen. Let me want what you want, Almighty Lord. Let me love what you love, Almighty Lord. That is how you design love to be for. Help me, Lord, to live how I ought to live. Father, we thank you. King of glory, we worship you. Thank you for your unfailing love of our lives. Thank you because you have indeed shown to the whole world by sacrificing your only begotten Son on the cross for the sin of mankind. No love is greater than this which you have done for us. Take all glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, as we go into your word this evening, speak to us expressly in the language we understand in the name of Jesus. Send us your word with power and let everyone listening to me be blessed by your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brethren, this evening I want to bring to us the word of God on the topic that says loving Jesus with proofs loving Jesus with proofs in 1st John 4 verse 19 to 21 that's where we are taking our test from 1st John 4 verse 19 to 21 I read we love him because he first loved us if a man say, I love God, 
and hated his brother. He is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God whom he had not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. From this passage we just read, the word of God is saying to us that we love God because he first loved us. No doubt about it that there is no love greater than the love of Jesus for mankind. There is no love greater than that love that provided himself as the ultimate sacrifice for the sin of mankind. No greater love anywhere. So we love God because he first loved us. Now as men, verse 20 tells us that if I say I love God and I hate my brother, I am a liar. If you say you love God and you hate your brother, you are a liar. Because anyone who does not love his brother, his sister, whom he can see, how can such a person love God whom he has never seen before? I want you to search yourself even as we go on in this message. If you claim to love God and you hate a man, a woman, a brother, a sister, a child whom God has created. Can we say your love for God is genuine? Is it possible for somebody to love me and hate my daughter? Is it possible for somebody to love you and hate your son? That love must be a love that is not genuine. What is love? Love means intense feeling of deep affection. Intense feeling of deep affection. Do you have this kind of deep affection for Jesus? Love means great interest. And pleasure in something or someone. The question I want to ask someone listening to me is that how great is your interest and pleasure in Jesus? How great is your interest and pleasure in God, in the things of God, towards the will of God? The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. I want to tell us this evening that love is a ministry. Love is a ministry. In John 3.16, the popular verse, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
Love is a ministry. And that ministry started with God sacrificing his only begotten son for the sin of mankind. The question I would like to ask is, are you in the ministry of love? Love is a ministry. Love is sacrificial in nature. God loved the world. He demonstrated it by giving his only begotten son as a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Everyone has been given this that has been given the spirit of God is expected to be a partaker of the ministry of love. Everyone that God has given his spirit is expected to be a partaker of the ministry of love. In Romans 5 verse 5, the Bible says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. By the Holy Ghost which is given to us. If you are a child of God, baptized in the Holy Ghost, tongue speaking, and evidences of love is not manifesting in your life, then your salvation is questionable. I pray that the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. God requires that we love Him. In Deuteronomy 10 verse 12, the Bible says, And now Israel, what does the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all thy soul. I want you to take note of this very passage, Deuteronomy 10 verse 12. The word of God to Israel, and now Israel, now, now, in a time like this, what does your God require from you? But to fear the Lord. Do you fear God? Do you fear God? To fear the Lord. To walk in all His ways. The question we need to ask ourselves is, are we walking in all His ways? Or we are choosing the ways to walk? As it suits our the state of our hearts to walk in all his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul. Is this the situation with us? Are we serving God with all our heart and with all our soul? Or our heart is divided. Are you claiming to love God? And in this period of lockdown, you are happy that church is not opened. You are happy that no pastor will ask why they didn't see you in church. 
because every follow-up to, 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 to bring you to church, every follow-up to make sure you are, you are planted and rooted in church, you see as a body. And you claim to love God. Praise the Lord. Many of us love the hand of God, but we have no desire to see His face. Many of us are only interested in what, in what God can do for us. We are not interested in how we can be useful to God. And we claim to love Him. Brethren, there is no doubt about the fact that God loves us. No doubt about it. But are we really sure we love Him? In John 21, verse 15 to 17. John 21, verse 15 to 17. Jesus asked Peter the same question in different ways, three times. John 21, verse 15 to 17. He asked him the same question three times. So when they had died, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of jo Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lamp, my lambs. Verse 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? He said unto him, Lord, Thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Loving God, desire, deserve, loving God demands proofs. Loving God demands for proofs. Jesus was asking Peter the same question three times. Peter kept saying, I love you. But the third time, Peter was grieved. Because Jesus was trying to make Peter understand that love is demonstrative. Love takes responsibilities. Jesus gave him the same instruction three times in two different ways. The first instruction is, if you say you love me, feed my lamps. The second instruction, if you claim to love me, feed my sheep. And the third instruction is the repeat of the second instruction. You say you love me, feed my sheep. Jesus was practically telling Peter that if indeed you love me more than words of mouth, you will take my assignment in your hands more serious than this. 
And the assignment God was reminding Peter of is, you are to feed my lamp. The lamp in this context represents young believers. Young believers. Those who have just given their lives to Christ, those who are new in Christ, those who have not learned the way of the Lord, who should be nurtured in faith. Jesus was telling Peter, you claim to love me, feed them. And he told him, you claim to love me, feed my sheep. Even those who are already standing, feed them. Feed them. Praise the Lord. And you know what? If we Christians must be honest with ourselves, Jesus is still saying to us, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Now it is very easy to assume that Jesus was telling Peter to just feed them with the word of God. Very easy to assume. But we need to understand that feeding people, especially in this time we have, when coronavirus is ravaging the whole world and farming is beginning to set in, feeding people, if indeed you love God and you are called, you know your purpose in Christ, feeding people with the word of God is not alone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, in this very time we have, we need to understand that there are lambs of God, there are sheep of God, who at this very time are not finding things very easy. Yes, we are feeding them with the word of God, but as the Lord has us in our little ways we need to feed them with what we have that they don't have you know a good definition of wickedness in a time like this is you having excess your neighbor not having anything and you are comfortable that's a good definition of wickedness at a time like this Praise the Lord. We are in such a time when it is required of we Christians to demonstrate how much we love God by showing to those he has created who may not be in the kind of position we have that we love them. The Lord will bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Loving God demands for proofs. It demands responsibility. Loving God demands commitment. Many Christians claim to love God. And because of the lockdown, they are at home, enjoying their holiday, but no time for fellowship with God. And they claim to love God. The question I want to ask you listening to me is. Your love affair with God. 
in this very period we are how heavy is it what effort are you putting in place to know more of god in this time lovers want to be together and know themselves more and more you claim to love god are you creating enough time for god in this period of lockdown or you are just sleeping your way through you are just taking more than enough rest praise the lord evidences that we love jesus or evidences that we love god number one a heart that pants after god a heart that pants after god that is test for god evidences that we love god number one a heart that pants after god in psalm 42 verse 1 to 2 david said as the heart panted after the water brooks so my soul pant, panted after after thee. Oh God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? A heart that pants after God is a heart that desires to see God. Praise the Lord. Is your heart panting for God? How thirsty for the rivers of living water are you? Don't be too casual with your spiritual life, even at a time like this. Everyone that loves God, that loves Jesus, in this period we have, your heart must pant after him. Evidences of loving God, number two, sincere desire to always spend time with God. In Psalm 16, verse 11, the Bible says, Thou will show the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are a player forevermore. In Psalm 73, verse 25, the Bible says, Whom have I in everybody, and there is none upon the head that I desire beside thee. If you love God indeed, and your heart is panting after him, then you will demonstrate a sincere desire to always spend time with God. How can you be at home 24 hours at a time like this and spending quality time with God in fellowship, in study of His Word, in prayer is difficult. Praise the Lord. Brethren, we need to wake up that we are not going to church at a time like this, that many of us are not going to work at a time like this, is a very good reason to seek God and know more of Him. If you come out of this period of lockdown and your spiritual temperature has gone down, then you have wasted this period. I pray you will not waste this opportunity in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, you will come out of this lockdown on fire for Jesus.
In the name of Jesus. Number three, evidences of loving God. Desire to please and honor Him. Sincere desire to please and honor Him. In Psalm 19 verse 14. The Bible says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. By the words of your mouth, by the meditation of your heart, are you conscious of the fact that pleasing God is important? Do you desire to please God? Do you desire to honor Him? I see a lot of people writing online, criticizing pastors, talking about the reason why people should not give to God at a time like this. I want to tell you, the covenants of God are not on suspension. Giving to God is a covenant practice. When we give our tithes, we give our offerings, we are not giving to any pastor. We are just playing our part in the covenant we have with God. So don't join the multitude in thinking that giving to God at a time like this is foolishness. Praise the Lord. I pray you will know what it means to be blessed by God in the name of Jesus. Another evidence that we love God is passion for lost souls. Passion for lost souls. Telling others about the God you claim to love should not be a problem if you love Him. If you indeed love God, if you indeed love Jesus, telling others about the God you claim to love should not be a problem at all. Every lover has good things to say about the, the love of their life. Luke 15 verse 7 to 10. Luke 15 verse 7 to 10. I want us to read it together. Luke 15 verse 7 to 10. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over ninety-nine and nine just persons which need no repentance. Either praise the Lord. And let's read, let me jump to verse 10. And in verse 10, it says, Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. If you love God, you will find, you will be interested in ways of bringing joy to heaven. If the host of heaven is rejoicing over every sinner that repents. Why can't you be a woman, a man, a brother, a sister who will be bringing joy to heaven? Who will be making the host of heaven to rejoice? I'm quite sure that if you are such a person, getting answers to your prayers will not be difficult. If you are bringing joy to God, joy can never elude you. 
and I decree over someone listening to me that your money of joy has come in the name of Jesus. If you love God, you will be addicted to soul winning because you have passion for lost souls. Number five, evidence of loving God. Commitment in service and church attendance. Commitment in service and church attendance. We may not be gathering in church, but church continues. The early church was characterized by a lot of activities in the homes. Breaking of bread from house to house. Sharing what they have from house to house. Prayer from house to house. So that the church is not opened now. Does not mean the church is not existing. We are the church. And the church is where two or three people are gathered in my name. In my name. So even in the church in your house, even in your house as a place where two or three people gather in the name of the Lord, whether to study the word of God together or even watch our Father in the Lord via Dove TV, you are in the church. And you must be committed in service there. Your church attendance there must not be taken with levity. Let there be time for everything like we have time for service in the church. The time we have allocated for Sunday service, make judicious use of it to focus on God to be blessed. The time of digging deep of faith clinic remains even though we are doing that at home. The question is, are you still committed in service and church attendance? Or you are missing services the same way you were missing services before lockdown? The Lord will strengthen us in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 15. Apostle Paul speaking, he said, I will, I will very gladly spend and be spent for you. Though the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. Apostle Paul was practically saying that the more I love you, the less I am loved by people. I am hated and persecuted because I love you, yet I will gladly spend and be spent for you. I will gladly release everything you have given to me to serve you. I will gr gladly serve you by giving to your cause. I will gladly serve you by expending my energy to get your work done. Are you still committed in service and in church attendance? In 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9, there's a category of people God is looking for. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9, the Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. 
God is looking for those whose heart is perfect towards him. Who indeed love him genuinely. Praise the Lord. The question is, can God find you a servant? Can God find you a servant? Can he find you serving him indeed as you should? In Psalm 89 verse 20 to 29, God found David a servant and God poured grace upon him. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. And the Bible continues to say a lot of good things about David. The enemy will not outwish him. The son of wickedness will not afflict him. God was saying that his covenant of mercy and faithfulness will remain with him. Why? Because God found him a servant. Those who love God, they are addicted to serving him. Serving God with everything we have should not be a problem if we love God indeed. Praise the Lord. You know, in Revelation 2 verse 4 to 5. Revelation 2 verse 4 to 5. The Bible says, Nevertheless, I have something against thee, because thou hast left your first love. Remember therefore from whence thou hast fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto you quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of this place, out of his place, except thou repent. Brethren, you are listening to me, you are not born again, or you were born again, but you are forsaking your first love. Your relationship with Jesus is no longer the way it used to be. God is calling you to return back to your first love. You used to love God before. You used to be passionate about the things of God before. You used to love God with all your heart, with all your might. You were committed in service before. You used to have passion for lost souls but that is no longer the case. Wherever you are listening to me, you belong to this category, or you are not born again, you have not given your life to Christ, Jesus still loves you, and he wants you to return to him. I want to pray this prayer with me if you have made up your mind to return to your maker. Say, Lord Jesus, I return to you this evening, or this hour, depending on when you are listening to me. Knowing fully well that I am a sinner. I have forsaken my first love. Or I have never reciprocated your love for me. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. And as from now, give me a heart that pants after you. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus mighty name, we have prayed. If you just give your life to Christ, just pray this prayer with me. All I want you to do is to locate a Bible-believing church, if you don't have one yet, where they preach the undiluted word of God, and join them. Join them not as a bench warmer in church. Join them.
to begin to serve God, to begin to demonstrate your love. Return back to your first love as we have committed, as we pray together this, this hour. And the Lord will begin to show you greater dimensions of love in the mighty name of Jesus. May you become from this hour apple of God's eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. You know the song we, 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 listen, we, we, we listen to before the message. The singer was saying that let me love what you love. Let me want what you want. Wherever you are listening to me, I want to turn that to prayer at this hour. Say, Lord Jesus, please help me to love what you love and want what you want. Let my priorities align with your purpose. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, please help me to love what you love and want what you want. Father, help me, help me, help me, help me to love what you love. Lipro Nikazo Parandozi Epre Kuria Ligerindo Bozuria Makata. Maza kata ipra zopo elegurembro niamerogo supra garaguane moze prekruande boza kata. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You know what Jesus called pure and undiluted religion is for us to support the needy. The time we have now is a trying time for many. If the Lord has blessed you, you have more than enough, you have excess, and you care only about you and you alone, you don't love God. You don't love, you don't love God because you have not demonstrated it. You are listening to me now. I pray for you. The Lord will give you grace to love Him more and more and love people the way you should, the way Christ loved them. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, give me the grace to demonstrate my love as you demonstrated your love for mankind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give me the grace, Lord, to demonstrate my love as you demonstrated your love for mankind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, give me the grace to demonstrate my love. In the mighty name of Jesus. The grace, Lord, to demonstrate my love as you demonstrated your love for mankind. Give me that grace. Ma rose kalu koria barakata. Elia mazupa. Dike robo zubreke ruande bo zupralia. Elikata ruba zothi. Ezuza liga lebrano zubrokeria braniano zopokelia barakata. Mele Father, we thank you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' 
Mighty name we are prayed. Heavenly Father, we thank you. King of glory, we worship you. Lord, we thank you for your word that has gone forth. We bless your holy name because your word that has gone forth will not return void. Lord, I pray for anyone listening to me that is in any situation that does not glorify your name by your love, your unfailing love, your compassion. Let that situation receive divine attention this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, if there is anyone listening to me who is sick, let your healing virtues flow to them now because you are the God that healed them in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter the name the doctors call that disease. Every problem that has a name, every disease that has a name, they are mandated to bow to the authority in the mighty name of Jesus. Therefore, you that is sick in your body, even if it is coronavirus, it's a name, and it has to bow to the name of Jesus. I decree into your life that you are hid in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone passing through turbulent times in this period, receive the peace of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. When Brookery dried off, because God loved his servant Elijah, God commanded him to, God told him to go unto that widow whom he has commanded to make provision for him. I decree into your life that divine helpers will locate you this moment, this in this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will send you help in the name of Jesus. Mysterious help, help from unexpected quarters, in the name of Jesus. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Because of the unfailing love of God, your future is secured, your destiny is secured, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen.